people of the Central Michigan area, it's time for Spock Sports Show on 92.3 FM and AM 830 WMMI. Here is your source for mid-Michigan sports. He is the one and only Mr. Chris Spockman. Hello and welcome on in to another edition of Spock Sports Show here on Buck 92. A brief edition of Spock Sports Show. If you pay a lot of attention to high school hoops, what I do here, obviously been on hiatus a couple weeks. We won't get into that. So in the first half of Spock Sports Show, we're going to get into this week in MHSA Sports with John Ross. And then the second half of Spock Sports Show, we're going to take a deep dive into where our Ultra 5 local teams are at. I'm talking about Pleasant Oilers, Sacred Heart Academy, Beale City Aggies, Claire and Shepard Boys and Girls Hoops. And we'll also talk a little high school play playoffs as well and so we're going to get into this week so let's get right into that this week in mhsa sports with john ross coming out of this we'll talk a little bit about our pro sports or college sports just kind of a brief what's going on then in the second half of spock sports show we'll take a dive into local high school hoops you listen to spock sports show on buck 92 years this week in mhsa sports with john ross three michigan coaches honored as among the best in the country and it seems like new school scoring marks are being set weekly it's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross. Welcome to This Week in High School Sports. The National Federation of State High School Associations named 23 National Coaches of the Year for the 2020-21 school year, and three of the 23 are from Michigan, Stephanie Kurska, Jean LeClaire, and Rob Zimmerman. Kurska is the girls' swimming and diving coach at Ann Arbor Pioneer. She's led the Pioneers to the last two Lower Peninsula Division I Finals Championships and to a runner-up finish the year before that. Kurska was also named the Michigan Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association Coach of the Year for Division I in 2020-21. LeClaire is the volleyball coach at Bronson. She ranks fourth all-time in wins in the state with 1,289 and has coached Bronson to five MHSAA final championships. LeClaire is also the athletic director at Bronson and has received both the MHSAA's Women in Sports Leadership Award and Allen W. Bush Award. And Zimmerman is the football coach at DeWitt. His Panthers won the Division III title to cap the 2020 season with a perfect 12-0 record. He was also the 2020 Detroit Free Press Dream Team Coach of the Year and State Coach of the Year by the Michigan High School Coaches Association and Detroit Lions. Congratulations to all three on well-deserved national honors. And to read more, please visit secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Onaway brothers Jager and Jaden Mix. Jager had 15 points and 12 rebounds. Jaden had 17 points and 10 steals as Onaway beat Mancelona 91-59. The win moved Onaway to 8-0 this season. Nagani's Alyssa Hill. She scored 18 in a 68-37 win over Ishpeming Westwood. Those 18 points move her over 1,000 career points for the Miners. And to Heartland Hockey's Ben Poulier. He scored the game-tying and game-winning goals in a 3-2 overtime win over Muskegon Mona Shores. The win gave Heartland the Westside Invitational Championship. Need money for college? You need my student aid. MyStudentAid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with MyStudentAid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash MyStudentAid.
Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. Before every individual or team wrestling event, each participant must be inspected by the referee or other authorized personnel. They're looking for any skin infections or evidence of communicable disease. A typical inspection will check a wrestler's mouth for braces, their fingernails, hairlines, underarms, back and shoulder area, behind the knees, and more. All inspections are done in the same manner for all wrestlers at a tournament site, both male and female wrestlers. Inspections generally should take place in an area not readily visible by the public because of modesty concerns by the wrestlers. No wrestlers allowed to compete until they've gone through and passed the inspection. Skin inspections are done with the goal of keeping all participants as safe as possible and preventing the spread of contagious skin conditions. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. Earlier this year, Nevaeh Williams from Mount Clemens put up 60 points in a game against Pontiac Arts and Technology Academy. That tied her for the fourth most points in a single game in state history, and she went for 42 points the next game. On the boys' side, Tyler Jamison has been scoring at an incredible clip. The junior from Port Huron Northern had a school record 47 against Troy Athens, and then he topped that with 59 against Warren Cousineau. Rebound Jamison. He runs by one man, trying to run by a second, goes in and slam dunks it. 52 for Jamison. Tyler Jamison scores 59 points tonight for Port Huron Northern. A new school record by a lot. That was Dennis Stuckey from GetStuckOnSports.com with the call. Jamison's outburst has sparked a five-game winning streak for the Huskies, who are now 6-3 this year. Read more about his season at secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. Welcome back, Spock Sports Show on Buck 92. All right, like I said, we're just going to take a quick splash into what's going on with our other Michigan sports, CMU, Michigan State, Michigan, Mid-Michigan hoops, as well as the MLB. Pitchers, catchers supposed to report February 14th, Valentine's Day. However, the lockout's still going on. We'll see if that happens. Red Wings continue to hover right around 500, 19, 20, and 6 on the year, off until tomorrow when they'll take on the Anaheim Ducks. The Detroit Pistons, well, not going so well. They're 11 and 37 on the year. The only team behind them in the Eastern Conference is the Orlando Magic, who they just played and just lost to 119 to 103. The one good thing, Kate Cunningham appears to be showing some signs of possibly being a good player in the future. Not really showing any signs of winning any games, though. CMU Hoops not going so well. The women fell yesterday, 70-60 versus Akron. CMU men's basketball team picked up a victory yesterday as well on the road against Northern Illinois. However, that was just their third victory of the season, 3-13 on the year. And if you don't pay attention to women's basketball, my boy Matt Park has been calling quite the team this year. The U of M women's basketball team ranked seventh in the country. They actually take on number six, Indiana, at home Monday, a seven o'clock tip-off. Michigan currently second place in the Big Ten Conference behind Indiana. If they beat Indiana, they'll definitely jump ahead of them. They're 9-1 in conference play. Indiana, 6-0 in conference play. And well, yesterday was that game. Michigan and Michigan State men's basketball, not the luster it's had, though. This game was postponed. Michigan State took care of business, winning 83-67. Michigan coming in with some high expectations this year, not living up to them. They're just 10-8 and on the year, but have dealt with their issues, I shall say. Michigan State men's basketball team, 16 16-4 on the year, ranked number 10 in the country. Michigan State women's basketball team, 
11 and 8 on the year, 5 and 3 in Big Ten play. They're in action today at 2 o'clock versus Rutgers. That leaves us with some Mid Michigan hoops to talk about. Mid Michigan's men's basketball team, 6 and 12 on the year, dealing with a tough conference, 1 and 7 in conference play right now. Leading them in scoring at 19 points a game is Noah Pruitt. Satchel Love also having another great year. He's averaging 11 points per game. And Tim Stewart, the do everything guard, right behind him at 8.9 points per game. Freshman Manny McLemore also averaging double figures, nearly 12 points a game. Mid-Michigan women's basketball team actually right at 500 on the year, 4-4 four and four in conference play, 9-9 and nine overall. And it's a lot of local girls doing the work for this Mid-Michigan ladies basketball team. Alexis Carlstrom from Harrison averaging 15 points a game. Satori Griffin from Mount Pleasant averaging 13 points a game. Olivia Nelson from Beale City averaging 8 points a game. Gracie Nowak from Morris averaging 8 points a game as well. Cool to see so many local kids doing great things at Mid-Michigan. Get hoops. Time to take a break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, I say we'll take a deep dive into those five ultra local teams. What's going on with them, high school hoops, and what they got coming up for the playoffs? It's Spock Sports Show, Buck 92. Thanks for tuning in to Spox Sports Show on WMMI. Welcome back. It's Spox Sports Show on Buck 92. All right. As I said, we're going to take a deep dive. Well, not a deep dive, but take a dive into what's going on with high school sports in our mid-Michigan area. Basketball-wise for our ultra-local five teams, Beale City, Sacred Heart, Claire, Shepard, and Mount Pleasant. Start with Beale City Girls Basketball 2-10 and 10 on the year. Playing in a really tough Highland Conference with Lake City, McBain, McBain NMC, and Everett very strong this year as well. They take on Manton and the aforementioned Lake City next week. Beale City boys basketball team, we were supposed to catch up with them a couple times over the last couple weeks, but things just did not work out. And they actually lost those two games that I was scheduled to call, unfortunately. Both at home, one to McBain NMC and the other one to McBain. So the Aggies are now 6-3 and three on the year in conference play, 9-3 and three overall. Everybody looking up at McBain NMC, who's 10-0 and 0 on the year. And they put it on Beale City as well, too, winning 62-35. to 35. The Aggies are back in action next week. First Manton and Lake City, just just like the girls. Keep things rolling here on Spock Sports Show. Talk about the Sacred Heart Academy basketball teams. Boys, when I pull up their schedule, says they're still just two and three on the year. I know they had a n- number of games canceled earlier. See if we get more updates on that as the weeks go on. Next time we will see them play, I believe will be when they take on Beale City on the 22nd of February on the road. Sacred Heart girls basketball team, they are six and four on the year after falling today to Coleman 47-40. Like I said, I'm pretty sure the boys played as well. Just don't don't have that score for you from the MHSAA website. And Sacred Heart girls for the first time in a long time probably won't be in the running for an NSAC girls basketball championship as Coleman is 8-0 in conference play, 10-2 overall. Carson City, St. Charles, and Breckenridge all ahead of Sacred Heart Academy. They take on Carson City Crystal Tuesday on the road looking to get revenge for a loss earlier this year, 37-32. They then take on Merrill on Thursday. Let's keep it moving. The Claire ladies basketball team, 6 and six on the year. Take on Gladwin on the road and Shepard at home next week. Claire Boys Hoops. Well, things things have been a good. Since an opening loss to Elma, they are now 9-1 on the year, winning obviously nine straight and had some defensive gems, giving up 26, 27, 36, 32, 22, and 13 through that nine-game win streak. We'll see that great 1-2-2 half-court press once again as they take on Shepard in Shepard this Thursday with a 7-30 tip-off. Now let's slide into the Shepard Blue Jays, talk about, well, let's just go right into their boys basketball team 
because we're calling their game next week versus Claire. Four and six on the year. They're at home versus Harrison, looking to bounce back from three straight losses to Ben Conning, St. John's, and Sanford Meridian. Remember, the Jays opened the season. They win over, well, their second game was a win versus Sanford Meridian. It was Sanford Meridian's first game. They're now rolling. Mustangs are eight and two on the year. Shepard girls basketball, four and eight on the year after falling to Sanford Meridian as well. And just like the boys, they're taking on Harrison and Claire next week. Harrison at home and Claire on the road. And that leaves me to talk some Oiler hoops before we kind of wrap back around and we'll talk where these local teams are at for high school playoffs. My Pleasant Oiler girls basketball team is 3-8 and eight on the year, and they, it's a ridiculous conference they play in with the Saginaw Valley, Midland Dow, Midland, Saginaw, Davidson, Heritage. Just a lot of great teams in the conference this year. I could have continued to go on for another minute or so. They're back in action this next week versus Midland and Davidson, both of those games on the road. Davidson 5-6 and six on the year, Midland 4-8 and eight on the year. It's Maybe a chance to pick up a couple victories for the Lady Oilers. Their boys are 8-2 and two on the year. Their only losses on the year to schools much bigger than them. Grand Blank by 9 points and by just 1 point to Lapeer. Friday night, they blasted Bay City Central 82-40. to We'll actually see them next Tuesday at home as they take on Midland High, a 7 o'clock tip-off on Buck 92. They open the season taking on Midland, beating them 62-53. to Midland is currently 6-5 on the year. Mount Pleasant, middle of the pack in the Saginaw Valley League. Everybody looking up at Grand Blank, Carmen Ainsworth, and Lapeer. Not usually a basketball powerhouse, but they are 7-5 overall and 6-2 in Saginaw Valley play. So that's what's going down with the Oilers, the Aggies, the Irish, the Pioneers, and the Blue Jays. Now, let's take a quick wraparound. We'll talk about where they are going to be at for district play. And soon, the MHSA.com will actually have matchups. They started to see the basketball playoffs a couple years ago. We'll kind of work our way down from Division One through Division Four, And a lot of these, for the boys and girls, it's going to be the exact same district. So, sorry if it seemed a little repetitive from time to time. Boys basketball district, the host is Midland with the two Bay Cities, Bay City Central, Bay City West. Midland Dow, Midland High, and the Mount Pleasant Oilers. It's the same five schools for the Mount Pleasant girls basketball team. However, the host is Bay City Central. And Claire, Shepard, two Division II teams that are our ultra locals, as I say, never really seem to get put in the same district. Claire will be located at Chippewa Hills with Gladwin, Ogama Heights, and Standis Sterling. As of right now, I think I would definitely call Claire the favorite in that district. Shepard, their district, a little bit more tough. Alma, Belding, Central Mount County. Howard City, Tri-County, and the Blue Jays. A good part for Shepard, though, they will actually be the host. And slide over to girls, same exact matchups for Claire. It's actually the same exact location. It's kind of a rarity at Chip Hills. With Gladwin, Ogama Heights, Chip Hills, and Standa Sterling. And the same goes for Shepard, except they are in Belding for their district. With those four mentioned teams, the boys are playing Howard City, Tri-County, Central Macomb, Belding, and Elma. Division three, a lot of local teams in the Beale City bracket. The girls will be hosting... With Beaverton, Farwell, Pinconning, and Sanford Meridian. And the same schools for the Beale City Boys, except they're all the way in Pinconning. Yeah, Pinconning, that's a trip. Taking on Beaverton, Farwell, Pinconning, and Sanford Meridian. And that leaves the Sacred Heart Academy Irish. Girls basketball will be in Vestaberg with Ashley, Breckenridge, Coleman, aforementioned Sacred Heart, and the host of Vestaberg. Things a little bit different for boys basketball. They're in Coleman with Ashley, Breckenridge, Coleman, Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, obviously, Vestaberg. But along with Midland, 
Calvary Baptist. Sorry, there is what's going on with our high school basketball in the mid-Michigan area and where our ultra-local teams are going to be at for playoffs. Once we get those matchups, I'll start to you know branch out a little bit, talk about some more of our local teams in the listening area. Be back with you next week with lots more to talk about as I'll be back in action Tuesday night, boys hoops, Midland versus Mount Pleasant at Mount Pleasant. Friday night, I'll be in Shepherd, more boys hoops as the Shepherd Blue Jays host Claire. Be back with you next week. Spock Sports Show, same place, same time, part of that Mid-Michigan Matters Hour. That starts at 6, Spock Sports Show at 6.30 on Buck 92. Okay, here are five important reasons why your son or daughter should play a high school sport. Number one. High school sports teach valuable life lessons like self-discipline, sportsmanship, and time management skills. Two. Teens who play a high school sport have better grade point averages and fewer disciplinary problems. Number three. High school sports help fight teen obesity and substance abuse. Here's number four. High school sports provide wholesome, constructive after-school activity, perfect for today's families. And number five. And high school sports are safer than ever before. Injury surveillance and research, better equipment, and the continuing education programs for coaches provided by state and national athletic associations have made high school sports safer than ever before. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.